Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And now, here's Philip. <laughs> Sorry about that. <clears throat> um, so today we are talking about, and this is an impromptu podcast. Um, I pre-record and I realized that uh, uh, it's like towards the end of the month. I guess March is a long month and I didn't record enough for Wednesdays in March. But it's perfect timing because I actually will just do this one that I plan to do early. And it is around uh, the true cause of big market movements. And, and it's the same cause for short term, immediate term market movements. But the big movements from, from my perspective and from observation of history is where the big money lies. So it's where I spend the bulk of my time. And so if you, if you think about a market, a market is just uh, a collective opinion of asset prices, right? That's the simple version of it. It's a collective opinion of asset prices. Think of it as a large mind, right? The mind of the market. It's, it's uh, all of our thoughts about asset prices uh, averaged out, um, you know, into price. And just like day to day, our our thoughts and beliefs evolve. The market is the evolution of all participants' thoughts and beliefs evolving over time. And beliefs are not static, right? Beliefs are continually changing. And so and so uh, and, and typically those beliefs are brought about by uh, new generations' perspectives. And so then once you understand that the the, the, the big trends come, when the uh, underlying beliefs or perspectives change. So uh, let me give a example of, um, uh, you know, of a past example, right? So the past example is, you know, the, the perspective before 2000 was that we were going to continue to buy things online. For the, that was the majority market perspective. Right, we were going to continue to uh, buy things, not, not online, we we're going we to continue to buy things through Walmart malls, all those things. That was going to be the predominant way to buy stuff. And then, you know, tech stocks, uh, you know, came about late 90s. And, and that, that was a new idea put in the market, right? And in the short term, right, the new idea got faded when people got overexcited about it. But it ended up... Uh, you know, growing up, like the idea grew up. And as the idea grew up, you know, today we look at the valuations of Amazon, Apple, Microsoft, like all the big players uh, in the in the tech boom that allowed for the online marketplace. And so uh, those who um, who had faith in the new perspective, which means like they put their money where their where their faith was. Um, they they did well. Uh, those that faded the trend or that 
kept their minds stuck in the old beliefs, meaning like those that chose to invest their money into uh, the old ideas. Like let's you know let's pick up something like they they stay taxicab drivers or they uh, put all their money in a bunch of failed uh, retailers. You know that you know the the, the circuit cities of the world. Um, uh, you know, the ones that are no longer in business, right? They got their result, right? And, and along the way, like you had the Walmarts that grew up, the uh, Best Buys that grew up that that maintain and survive, but their return relative to like Apple, Amazon, Microsoft, all those, Google, all those companies were, were not even close, right? And so um, that's, an, that's an example from the past. And you can go through multiple examples throughout history and look at that. And so Right now, we're we're in the middle of a paradigm shift around like the uh, you know the financial system, um, uh, and that paradigm shift meaning like the underlying reserve asset or the asset that uh, banks in the system gives the most credit or thinks is the most um, stable collateral are treasury bills and like the u.s government with the military our economic system our rule of law that's a solid foundation uh for the treasury bills but but you're also having now um uh you 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 have china and russia and they're building their system because right if you use the american system and and they have beef with you uh that becomes a problem um and and so that's kind of a uh a shift change from the global trade being only in dollars. Now it's kind of shifting out, right? And then you have a new branch shifting where uh, you have people that are saying, Hey, uh, I, I want like independent collateral, right? I want collateral that is independent of like uh, a central group of people that don't agree with my ideology. Right. And so that idea was born in 2008, nine via Bitcoin. Right. And you have and, and you've had other cryptos follows. But even if you look in the crypto space, Bitcoin is the fundamental pristine asset that everything is kind of built around. And so uh, and so like that, that's another perspective shift that will prove out to be right or or not right. Uh, those who are making the bet on the perspective shift, meaning like uh, I think the U.S. Treasury bills are going to maintain their value for a long time. I'm talking generations among generations because of our rule law, our our system, um, the, the 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 free nature of the way we run our government. So I don't I don't I, I see the U.S. Treasury bill personally more like maybe like Walmart, Best Buy. They're going to uh, reshape. The, the way they do things and uh, recreate it in the current in the current world. However, um, I, that's different than like uh, a, a newer, more equipped system for the new world, like a Bitcoin or an Ethereum that I think will will mirror, you know, the Apples, the Amazons and the Microsoft, you know, the last two decades. Right. Meaning like from my perspective, the bigger moves or the bigger upside is going to come from the more freer financial system, free of government intervention, free of uh, central authorities, uh, a rules-based monetary system that uh, 
that is agreed upon and like no central authority can change the rules, right? And so so the cool part is you, I, nor a government can decide on what's right or wrong, right? The, the market gets to decide. Uh, the market gets to vote over time and the winner will be apparent, right? And I've done plenty of episodes on like where money flows, money ends up flowing to the next, to the, to the best idea, blah, 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 blah. But the cause of market movements is the perspective shift, right? Uh, one of, one of, one book that's really hard to read, but I find it to be like one of my favorite books that I've ever read about finance is The Alchemy of Finance written by George Soros. It's, I don't recommend you read it unless you're a finance nerd because that book is relatively difficult to read without a lot of context and background about finance. But from a philosophical standpoint, you can sum it up by him saying the same thing. We We tend to think markets move based on profits, earnings, like the, 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 the math stuff. And what it really is, is the math stuff follows a perspective change. Um, because, um, the, the money flowing, the, the perspective change on how we plan to, uh, change the way we were doing business via the internet, uh, called money. And then that money allowed entrepreneurs to build out platforms people were going to want. And then those platforms, as they gained uh, traction and acceptance in the mind of the participants of the economy, then it began to print crazy cash flow. Like, like Apple's cash flow is ridiculous today. Amazon's cash flow is ridiculous today. Um, Facebook's cash flow is ridiculous today. That was not so much in the beginning, right? The perspective came first, then the cash flow came, uh, and the, the 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 market or the money followed the perspective change. Not all of it, but once it became apparent, then ever then all the other sleeping market participants came in and jumped on a bandwagon. And so s- similar things from 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 how I see things are happening uh, in the crypto space. You have the early adopters who who understand finance, understand the internet, understand the, the eternal flow of money. Uh, they all, we also understand that the U.S. system will stay intact, or at least that's my perspective on what I believe. But the, but the, the bifurcation of money being a medium of exchange and a store of value, once you do that, you realize, okay, I love the U.S. system for its ability to facilitate trade or be in a medium of exchange because we have the best rule of law and all that kind of stuff. I don't, but I don't know if I want to hold, have my store of value in a centralized system that as the system works out all the debt that's in the system uh, and all the mechanism needed to work that out, right? Like money printing, inflation, all those things, that diminishes the value uh, of my money in the system. And so I'm going to keep less money. in. like if I have long-term money, I'm going to put that in a different system, but if I ha- and I'm going to maybe keep my short-term money in this in the in the U.S. system because I need to buy, sell, trade things, and it's the best system for that. And so, that's that's the paradigm shift that I feel is changing, right? And the cool part about investing is you it's, it's, you don't you don't have to be the best debater uh, to win. Um, you don't have to present the best facts, right? All you do is you have a hypothesis based on like. Uh, your beliefs and your understanding of 
way things are. And then, and then you get to put your money where your mouth is and then you wait. And over time, the market will follow you or not. Uh, and then your opinion hardens into fact based on what happens in the future, right? Because again, facts are subjective, not objective. I said that right. Facts are subjective, not objective, because all facts are just agreed upon beliefs from society, right? The fact, you know, when I grew up in school, it was a fact that Christopher Columbus was an explorer, a hero. Uh, that fact changed when society's view of Christopher Columbus changed. And I don't have a personal opinion one way or another. I'm just saying, like, facts are subjective. Uh, it's the reason why you can't, uh, you can have 10 witnesses at a, at, a, at a crime scene and everybody has a different perspective. That's just life. That's just how the human mind works. So I hope this helps. Until next week or tomorrow, y'all enjoy your day. Philip Washington Jr. is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance. And.